welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Bev. And today we're going to talk about, <laughs> we're going to talk about the money fell out of your pocket. There you go. <laughs> One of Harold's favorite stories it coming is. up. A man who made his yearly visit to church began to get worried as the offering plate began to circulate through the room. He fidgeted and fumbled and finally took a dollar bill out of his pocket. Just as the offering plate passed by, he was tapped on the shoulder by the man on the pew behind him. The man leaned forward and handed him a $20 bill. Figuring it was the custom of the church, he happily threw in the $20 bill. He turned and thanked the man for such a kind gesture. The man replied, you're so welcome. It fell out of your pocket. <laughs> I love that story. That's it. If you've ever been tempted to hold back your giving, remember the promises God gave to those who faithfully and cheerfully give. Mm. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. 2 Corinthians 9, 7, classic amplified Bible. Let each one give as he's made up his own mind and purposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, takes pleasure in, prized above all other things, and is unwilling to abandon or do without, a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do a giver whose heart is in his giving. Mm. Here are seven promises. Hallelujah. Seven promises to God who will bless those faithful and cheerful givers. That's it. Number one, to return your gift back to you literally running over. In Luke 6.38, Luke 6.38, very familiar to a lot of us, classic Amplified Bible. This is a marvelous promise of God. It says, give and gifts will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Now, a lot of children would be very excited to hear that mm -hmm. coming up with Christmas. Will they pour into the pouch formed by the bosom of your robe and used as a bag? For with the measure mm. you deal out, yes, with the measure you use when you confer benefits on others, it will be measured back to you. Luke 6.38 King James Version says, <clears throat> Give, and it, meaning that which you have given, will be given unto you. Notice the word give in this verse because it is a powerful word. So if we were to paraphrase verse 38 to show how big this word really is, it would be give apples and it, apples will be given to you. Give clothing and it, meaning the clothing would be given to you. Give money and it, money will be given to you. Now, when we read verse 38 this way, give money, and it money will be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men pour money into your bosom. For with the same measure you that you give money, it, meaning money, will be given back to you. So the point is, we need to plant money seeds into the work of God to receive a financial harvest of money from God. And it's the measure by which we use if you measure with, if you're using a thimble, you get a lot of thimbles. That's it. If you use a bucket, you get a lot of buckets. 
If you use a dump truck, you get a lot of dump trucks full. Hallelujah. Anyway. Number two, to bless you from unexpected places. Woo. Isaiah 45, 3, 45, 3, New Living Translation. And I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. Wow. I will do this so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. Wow. The word of the Lord just came to me. Your heavenly Father, to us, I should say, your heavenly Father is going to give you treasures and riches from places you never expected when you give as he directs. Mm. Number three, you will receive by the same measure you give. Mark 4, 8. Mark 4, verse 8 in the Classic Amplified says, And other seed of the same kind fell into good, well-adapted soil and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding up to 30 times as much and 60 times as much and even 100 times as much as had been sown. Thing to remember is the measure is not how much we give, but how much we give in proportion to what we have. That's good. This scripture does not promise that if you give $5, you'll receive $5 in return. It says if the $5 you give is simply casual pocket money, well, you may not receive a very large return. You'll receive the $5 back, but not in a greatly multiplied measure. However, if that $5 is a very critical part of your remaining funds, a precious seed out of your limited remaining resources, it becomes a great measure in God's eyes, and you'll receive a great measure in return from him. Your gift will be greatly multiplied. When you become a giver, you automatically move yourself into the realm of a receiver. Thank you. And the truth of the matter is, that's where you want to be, right? Absolutely. Um, let's see here. There are no exceptions to this rule, are there, honey? No, there's not. Been looking around, but I don't see any. <laughs> However, there are levels of receiving, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. The measure we use in giving will determine the measure God will apply to you, to us in receiving. So, no matter what that measure we give our gift when we give to God, we will receive a return. Because Luke 638 says, give and it shall be given unto you. And in Galatians 6, 7, we've read this before. Get, get this down in you though. Galatians 6, 7, Classic Amplified says, do not be deceived. Don't be fooled. God is not mocked. Nope. He cannot be fooled. Nope. For whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Yep. Point is, giving always result, results in receiving. So true. Number four, you will receive much in return. 2 Corinthians 9.11. 2 Corinthians 9.11, Amplified Bible. Thus you will be enriched in all things, and in every way, so that you can be generous, and your generosity as it is, administered by us, bring forth thanksgiving to God. Same scripture, 2 Corinthians 9-11, this time in the New Living Translation. Yes, you'll be enriched in every way, so that you can always be generous. See, once again, the scripture says, you'll be enriched in every way. The scripture wow. doesn't say, some ways, a few ways. Noah says, every way. Why do you and I have money? Is it to buy stuff? 
to keep up with the Joneses? Is it to invest for our retirement? What does God give us the power to get wealth for? See, God is the ultimate giver. He'll be sure to, well, he'll be sure we receive in response to how we provide good things for others. Proverbs 17, 8, 17, 8. A gift is as a precious stone in the eyes of him that haveth it. Whithersoever it turneth, it prospereth. God promises that when you're a giver, your gift will increase and multiply. Mm, think on that. Number five, your gift will make a place before men. Proverbs 18, 6, 16. Proverbs 18, 16 says, A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. You know, there are a lot of ministry leaders who mistakenly teach that gift refers to, that we've just read in Proverbs 18, 16, is like natural abilities or what you perceive to be a talent. Whereas, that sounds nice, it's not what the Bible says the word gift means. True. If you look up the word in Strong's Concordance, that word gift in the Hebrew word is matan, H4976, look it up for yourself, H4976, but it means gifts, offerings, and presents. The word matan appears in five verses according to the Hebrew Concordance of the King James Version, and in each instance, it's referring to a monetary gift. You know, at your convenience, we recommend that you read Galatians, excuse me, Genesis 34, 12. Genesis 34, verse 12. You can read Numbers 18, 11. Numbers 18, 11. Proverbs 19, verse 6. Proverbs 19, verse 6. Proverbs 21, verse 14. Proverbs 21, 14. And of course, we just read Proverbs 18, 16. But in each of these, it's clear the scripture is talking about a gift of financial value. The scripture is also clear that a financial gift will bring you before important and eminent people. First, consider the New Living Translation, Proverbs 18, 16. It says, giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important people. That's good. Next, Perfect. look at the Message Bible Translation of that verse, which says, a gift gets attention. It buys the attention of eminent people. Number six, your gift will bring you friends. Proverbs 19.6, Proverbs 19.6, the living Bible. Many beg favors from a man who is generous. Everyone is his friend. Proverbs 19.6, this time in the New American Standard Bible. Many will seek the favor of a generous man, and every man is a friend to him who gives gifts. We received numerous requests for funds because of the nature of our ministry. I remind folks that we're not their source, but our calling is to lead them to the source. Amen. That is worth repeating. And number seven? Number seven. Your gift will help finance the gospel. 2 Corinthians 9, 12 and 13. 2 Corinthians 9, 12 and verses 12 and 13 in the New Living Translation says, so, two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met, and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. And as a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them, and to all believers will provide 
will prove, excuse me, that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. So for us, the needs of believers in Jerusalem is, well, I would say our local church and yes. ministries that we support. When it comes to giving and to walking the walk as born-again believers, we like the words of Martin Luther. He provided direction in this. Martin Luther once said, in every temptation, simply close your eyes and follow the word. Can't get much clearer than that. Nope, you if you feel tempted to withhold your gift, remember, <laughs> God promises. And, well, you need to remember the promises God made to you, promises my ga uh, God made in the word, and follow his lead. You'll like where it takes you, and you won't have to worry about money falling out of your pocket. That's so true. In church or any other place. <laughs> How about that? I love that's I know you do. I do. You're so funny. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, join us tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern. Mm -hmm. and uh, Continue it right up through Christmas. Absolutely. We'll be on on Christmas. Absolutely. Bring in the Word. That's it. Always the Word. We're excited. Always the Word. Something God stirred in us today. Yes. Today we've been, um, I mean, uh, yesterday we were working on some... Uh, interesting concepts that we're getting ready to be introducing to you we were it was stirring in us and we talked about it earlier this morning um yeah and, and god be, is beginning to, to give us the revelation yeah for 2023 we're like pumped it. up more later on that's it until tomorrow morning at 8 30 eastern god bless you happy trails and keep thinking rich thoughts from the word of god we love you we appreciate you bye-bye